boy. <laughs> Take it off now. <laughs> Dude, you, okay, you really do like the Burger King by your house is like the shittiest Burger King ever, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry, Jason. Let me get right on that. Just, please fix that. Like, they, every time I've gone, every time I've gone, there's been something like super stupid. Like they handed me my Coke and it was dripping. Like the entire outside of the cup was covered in Coca-Cola. Like covered. And they didn't give me any napkins either. So I had nothing to clean it up with except for the fact that I keep napkins behind my passenger seat for that such occasion. And then I open up and I, I pull out my fries and it is nothing but burnt little halves of fries. <laughs> like, the entire thing. <laughs> it's like, what is this? And then they had me my, my surge freeze, and it's like three quarters of the way full. And they at least, like, I ordered no cheese on my burger, and they got that right. But. It's Burger King level 10. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea it's what It's a much more challenging is. Burger King experience. <laughs> <laughs> No one else is a much more challenging experience. The Savage Land! Welcome back to the Savage Land. That was Ninja Rap by Vanilla Ice from the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. That was from 2, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. How's it going, guys? Super Thanks for asking. Awesome. <laughs> we have a full house of savages today for the first time in a while. It's been, it's been a, a decent little chunk of change of time since, uh, since we did that. Let's go around the room and see who we got. It's Josh here. Mitch. Mike. <laughs> Rachel. And I'm Jason. That totally threw me off. <laughs> like, wait. That's You're not the fuck's Mike. What's my name? Yeah. No, you can't you, you can't let Mike speaking into the mat throw you off, you know. You just, yeah. That's what he's gonna do. That's what we're all gonna do. <laughs> it is what we're all gonna do. We're all gonna we're all gonna speak into the mat and uh, and give our little catch ups. Uh who who wants to start this uh this meeting of 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 this city hall not it <laughs> i'll start okay start matt it's a miracle for once it's a christmas miracle <laughs> uh i finished swamp thing yeah you finished swamp thing Yay. how'd it go uh just great yeah it was great when you moved you moved so you moved right on from alan moore's swamp thing into scott snyder's well so yeah so i originally because you let me borrow scott snyder's new 52 and i got about 12 pages in and stopped too jarring yeah it's like that completely rewrite it kind of overwrites all, all of alan moore's story yeah yeah um, the, the the new 52 had to kind of reboot it but and that really bothered me because they like brought alec holland back to life and mm, that was dumb have you read brian k vaughn swamp thing no so then i went back and started off because swamp thing run lasted all the way to like 98 oh yeah wow. so there's a ton of issues so i just went back to the and started on the issue that came right after Alan Moore's run. Oh, okay. And it was the artist took over writing duty. Oh, really? Who was the artist? I don't remember his name. Well, <laughs> useless. Well, I'll find out his name. Okay. Well, but anyway, so they, he took over the run, and uh, he, you could tell he was trying really hard to emulate Alan Moore's style. And really? It does not work. 
I think anyone, like, if anyone's, tr- like, I think trying to emulate Alan Moore is a mistake for anybody to do. It was bad. And it was just, it was hard to read, and it wasn't great, and that was a bummer. Yeah, like. It still looks the same, because it's the same artist. Yeah. But, uh, no. But it just doesn't read the same. Well, because it's like, in order in order to write like Alan Moore, you have to drop, like, five million pounds of acid and, and <laughs> live under a hobbit hole and. So yeah. it's Rick Veitch. Vetch. Never heard of him. That's surprising that I've never heard of him. Yep. Well, no wonder. But I'll probably keep cruising through because, yeah, uh, there's Mark Miller and Jeff Loeb have a have a have a have a mini series in there, it. and Brian K. Vaughn has a go in there. And I've heard Brian K. Vaughn's is is really good. Yeah, so I'll keep digging through. I I just enjoy Swamp Things whole whole thing whole thing swampy thing. <laughs> His whole swampy thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, I'm going to hijack it. What's Swamp Thing's thing? Like, why is he so interesting to you? Because I don't get it. You don't get it? Because, like, like, you'll put pictures on the chat, and I'm like, what is this? Like, Have you read it? No. Josh has not read, like, Start any comics. There. I, think I, I think I have, like, three comics that I've read. So he's cool because he's, he's, like, the he's like a earth, or he's, like, a vegetative elemental. So he's, like, see, like, Toph? Who? He's, like, Toph from Avatar. Avatar Last Airbender Toph, the no, I don't blind know. girl. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> kind of, yes. Get, get on my level, bro. <laughs> get on my level, bro. Oh. Swamp, <laughs> Swamp I'm Thing. on both your levels, <laughs> bros. Swamp Thing's the avatar of the green, meaning that he's essentially Mother Nature. Yeah. So he's Father Nature. Sort of, yeah. He's nature. Whatever he wants to be. Because he can change his body shape at will. He can also teleport through plants. Yeah, and space. And space. Oh, that's kind of cool. He does have an intergalactic adventure at the end of the Swamp Thing run. Really? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds fun. It's cool. It's so, like he could like just send his entity into he like, he, 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 The last intergalactic adventure has to do with Darkseed. Darkseid? Darkseed. Darkseid. Definitely spelled like seed. It's still Darkseid. That's so that's dumb. That's so stupid. It, that bugs me People so will, It depends on the person. I still say Darkseid, but <laughs> there are a lot of people who say Darkseid. So I don't know. Well, uh, I, thought, I thought that was going to be like his nemesis villain. Ne- I was no. like, that's kind of cool. He doesn't really have a nemesis villain. He kind of there's a whole bunch of different sort of his nemesis is the man, villains. bro. He's the lumberjack. His nemesis bro. is himself. Yeah, I don't oh. know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I I don't know. I think it, it was. I think the character I thought was kind of cool because he's sort of this plant thing, but it more had to do with Alan Moore's just master crafting of storytelling that made the the, the run so entertaining. Oh, so it, it could have it could have probably been some really boring superhero, and so, I still so like into it. Groot. I shouldn't compare him to Groot. No, okay. Because <laughs> that's what I've been imagining this whole time. Oh no, not even close. Oh, okay, yeah. and I was like, geez, he's getting a lot of entertainment. Yeah, Groot's just Chewbacca, but wood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas Swamp Thing is like the protector of of the Earth, of like the Earth part of Earth, not just like the people on Earth. Oh, because he's like fuck the people on Earth. Yeah. 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 Um, Stick it to the man, literally. Neosis. Skull People Rock are reference. Stupid. <laughs> uh, caught up on Saga. Oh, dope. How is that? I I'm like still on like volume three. Oh, I man, read that's volume the, five. That is the best. That is the best comic of all time. I'm really surprised we haven't read it yet. I think we're saving it. We yeah we probably we're saving it yeah on purpose. Yes. Well, because I, I I I don't know how long it's going to go for. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is it? I mean, are they planning on having a conclusion, or are they going to just run it as long as they can? Thus far, from everything that um, Brian K. Vaughn has said, they're just going to keep it ongoing, and they'll take breaks for a few months every year. Uh-huh. 
Um, and so that's that's kind of how they're going to do it. They're like, I think they're planning on doing like a story arc at a time, or maybe like two story arcs, so like twelve to fourteen issues at a time, and then taking a break. Mm. So, yeah, however which way it's man, it's just incredible. Yeah, I I really like Saga. That's one of my favorite things in the history of ever. What happened, Josh? Josh just broke. Oh, <laughs> oh, coppers! Coppers staring at Josh longingly. <laughs> <laughs> Just plopped his head down on the table. Hey guys, Matt's dog Copper is just a—he's a fan of looking at Josh's face <laughs> without blinking uh, or moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's going on two minutes or it's breathing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to audio. Audio podcast. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Matt, your brain feels slow today. Man, I yeah, I totally passed out right before you guys came here. <laughs> um, what else have you been doing? Yes, I read. So Brian K. Vaughn and uh, some other homies mm-hmm. have a website publishing group that's just uh, that they do themselves. Oh yeah, you were trying to push that on me. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's amazing. It's and it's similar to what Mark Wade's been doing, right? I have no idea what Mark oh. Wade's been doing. I'm right? pretty sure it's about the same thing. So it's just that you can just go. They self-publish. It's only in like CBR format. Mm-hmm. They don't. Oh, except for Image picked up one of their things. Because um, it, was, it was really good. Or Robert something. Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Asked, so let me start over. So <laughs> let me put it into sequential context. So it's not like yeah, that'd be great. Like like jumping around and then doing the whole like thirty thirty days earlier. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, go for it. Uh, so they have the they have the this website where you can go onto the website and it's. Can you look it up? Am I? chat sharing or something to see what it's called uh yeah i'll, I'll look it up and so they have this website or... you can go on and you can you can pay whatever you feel like paying for the downloads of all their different comics um and so it's, it's so yeah it's like a, it's a pay what you want pay model. what you want and uh so he just released the new series called barrier and it takes place on the uh border of the u.s and mexico kind of deals with immigration but Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some sci-fi elements in there. Is it Panel Syndicate? Yes, it is. Okay. Panel so Syndicate. Panel Syndicate. And then um, <coughs> the other one, The Private Eye, was this this one I was trying to push on you guys to read. Mm-hmm. And Robert Kirkman liked it so much that he called them and said, hey, I want to publish The Private Eye. Oh, through Skybound? Through Image. Image Skybound. So yeah. That's Robert Kirkman's yeah, yeah. section. Yeah. And... Uh, into a printed volume and they said yes if you let us do a walking dead story our own brian k vaughn does his own walking dead story really through panel syndicate and robert Kirkman, so robert Kirkman said yes so soon there'll be a walking dead pay what you want comic written by brian k vaughn on panel syndicate that's really cool which is super exciting because i'd love to see a brian k vaughn pinned walking dead universe book I'm definitely I'm definitely a fan of Brian K. Vaughn's writing. I haven't read like tons and tons of it, but from what I have read, you know, like um his Ultimate X Men, his uh saga and uh-huh. uh, and Why the Last Man, which I finally started. He let me borrow Why the Last Man for like ever ago and I've had it good. sitting there and I finally yeah. started it. You gotta you gotta finish it. Yeah. I do. Uh Anyway, I just thought that was very cool, especially because I really I'm a big Brian K. Vaughn fan. I I love his writing. Yeah, and and Mark Wade has a very similar. I can't I can't remember what Mark Wade is called right now, but uh, he's got a very similar thing that he's got going on with a few other people. And Alex oh, nice. Ross has helped out with it and stuff. So and they just whatever the hell they want. They just no, it's it's, it's well it, well actually with theirs no with theirs it's 
it's like five dollars a month or like three dollars a month or something like that, and you get access to everything that they publish. Oh, nice! And they publish, I think, like I want to say ten comics a month or something like that. So nice. I've heard it's all really good, but yeah. Oh, I'll I mean, it's Mark Wade, you know. Yeah, Mark Wade's good. He's great. Um, uh, yeah, so that's awesome. Fun stuff. What else you got in your catch up? Uh, not much. But more Battlefront. I'm still trying to like. I don't play that much, so when I do go play, I still have fun. Yeah, I know. I haven't played it in in a uh, few days. And we get the Battle of Jakku <laughs> tomorrow. Oh yeah, I I had the Battle of Jakku for like three days now, and I still haven't played it. So good. What thing a waste I bought, of that! Good, I know. Good thing I spent. bought the special edition. Um, <laughs> Jeez. But that should add a. Li- I think. I think. I think that'll add a little bit more diversity to the game. Yeah, and I'm excited to see. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole five maps. You haven't seen anything on the Battle of Jakku at all, like any scenery or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw it. it. Looks cool. Is it like a deserty planet? Like yes. Uh, yeah, Jakku is the planet that uh, that Re- that Ray is from in all the previews for Force Awakens. So it's not Tatooine. No, no. Yeah, it's Jakku. Oh, well, yeah. and with all the crash and star destroyers and stuff, and that's where the game maps are on. Like in the, you're like running around in yeah. the crash star the, destroyers and stuff. Well, the cool. yeah, the Battle of Jakku is like the big sort of inciting incident for that planet, yeah. and and apparently it actually ties into Force Awakens a little bit as far as like the status quo. Of it. I mean, I imagine Ooh. that like halfway through the game, <coughs> matches a star destroyer will crash or something. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think that'll be cool. That'll be way cool. Um, but no, I, I I sucked it up and I just bought the season pass. Cute, fifty bucks. Yeah, kind of down hurts. the drain. <laughs> Jeez, I no, it'll be worth it. I think that, see, that's keep, my thing. Keep telling yourself. That. <laughs> no, because I want to keep because I like playing the game, and all I don't have now I can just like magically have more stuff every once in a while. Uh huh. Magically, and then you know, like in a year from now, I'll have the complete game, and I paid ninety dollars for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or one hundred and ten dollars for. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that's what bothers me. Whatever. I mean, that's just what games are nowadays. I think that because yeah. I think what it is is I think there seems to be some industry standard for a sixty dollar game. Yep, there is. For but they reason. think their games are worth more, so they're going to charge sixty dollars for the game and X amount for the DLC, and that's actually the whole game. But they, since they can't charge a hundred dollars for a video game, that's how they manage. That's how they do it. What's funny for me is like I I have a hard time even spending sixty dollars, so I literally own like ten games. Total. Out oh, I'll I'll wait till a game's been out for months before yeah. I'll actually buy it. Yeah, exactly. Like unless it's something I really get <laughs> excited about, which is fine. Finding that to be less and less the case these days. So I'm like, no, you know what? Nah, I don't care. I'll just wait. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to play a game right off the bat. No, me neither. Me neither. All right. Well, uh, who's who's catch up's next? I guess I can go. Go, Josh. Um, let's see. I've been uh, going back through The Walking Dead on Netflix. Yeah. Trying to figure out where they're going to go with this next season. And where? how far have you gotten into I mean, rewatching? Um, I'm in season three, about halfway through. So did you love the the mid-season finale? I haven't gotten there yet. I watch it with my brother, and uh, we haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, boy. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I've seen so much stuff like oh, about boy. to be spoiled for me. I won't spoil anything for you. On Why the... do you look at me when you <laughs> say that? <laughs> well, you're usually the reason he yells spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You're, you're involved a lot. <laughs> Subconscious now. It's like Pavlov's bell. <laughs> well, you're in for a treat there, buddy. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've been going back to that. I'm going to laugh that. when he hates it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, they, they did what to Daryl? Get out of here. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. And then I've been going back through Battlestar Galactica because I've been hearing that people might start to do like a new something with that. 
Really? Ooh. Yeah. Somebody, I think I saw like a post on Facebook saying that one of the writers was getting his script back up and like was revising it for maybe like a go through again or maybe even like a continuation. Huh. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, that's cool. I was I was getting my hopes up pretty hard. A go through again as in another reboot? Yeah. No. That's unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's way too soon for a reboot, so I'm really hoping it's a continuation. Yeah, because that shows, I mean, like... It's less like, than 10 years old, right? Yeah, give or take, and it's not out of date. I mean, yeah. the effects still look great. and yeah. Especially for a TV show. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it's like a continuation of one of the cool characters they kind of threw on the sidebar. So I'm really hoping that they focus more on one of those. So about like, season two into that. That sounds fun. I still need to watch Battlestar Galactica. So, it's whoa, so frack you! Did you watch a <laughs> topical? <laughs> Did you watch Caprica? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Rachel almost got excited because somebody else watched something that she. I watched know, enough. like someone else likes Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> oh. Jeez. <laughs> I think anyone out here sure. who's watched it likes it. Yeah. I watched it. I like That's it. like the big hump is like somebody's like, oh, it's a nerdy little sci-fi. Mm, not that much. Like, it's really cool how they, they explore how like real sci-fi fighting would happen. Like they turn in space, like as they're going in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I was like, yep. yeah, that's how it would go. Cause they can learn space. <laughs> they Cause they don't have to do three point turns in their star destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> Blow up Alderaan just to get around it. Yeah. Yep. It was a pre, pre-show <laughs> reference. For literally nobody <laughs> listening. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So what that's we cool. like to do is alienate the audience. Yeah, this is the best. This is the best thing <laughs> yeah. possible. That's why we make constant yeah. references to things we're looking at, like dogs and stuff. But we're the best. We're the best. <laughs> Look at that dog. <laughs> that is a nice shirt. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I would. Uh, I'm sure I would like Battlestar Galactica, though. I yeah. just need to get around to watching it. Yeah, it's fantastic. isn't it still on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have the I have the series because my brother's a big fan, so he bought it. So, I don't know. <laughs> Box set. I don't, I don't use Netflix for this show. <laughs> I've got hard copies. <laughs> <laughs> I just always see that uh, that Last Supper picture that they have all the time, and I'm like, oh, okay, huh, cool. And then that's it. There is a lot of uh, religious overtones in the show, especially later yes. on. Well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, As you get there. <laughs> Anything else in your ketchup? I'm um, starting Hellboy. Hell, really? Yeah. The, com- the yeah. comic? Yeah. yeah no, I nice. started the movie. He watched 10 minutes and then stopped it. I'm yeah. starting the movie. I got about 10 minutes to go. <laughs> I'm really into it. But, uh, Watch Rift Tracks. <laughs> uh, uh, nice, dude. I'll, I Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading yeah? it, too. So. I love a lot of Dark Horse stuff so far, like the concepts I'm reading through. I'm like, yeah, yeah that would be way cool to start. I finally got Josh to put his toes in the in the comic book pool. Still pretty so cold. Happy. Still pretty cold, so, so I'm not diving in yet. It, it'll warm up. Just it does. Well, Hellboy's a, Hellboy's a great place <laughs> to Hellboy's start. Hellboy's a great place to start. Hellboy yeah. will warm it up for you. Yeah. Also, also, I've been looking into the Star Wars comics that Jason's been talking yeah. about. I got the Star Wars Hubble Bundle back when they were doing that. The Dark Hubble Bundle. Hubble Bubble. Hi, yeah, bah, why, yeah, um, <laughs> and so I, I sent that link over to Josh since I already had it. And so there's a, a whole plethora of awesome Star Wars stories there. It's all the old Dark Horse stuff that yeah. said? Yeah. And actually, apparently Marvel, actually, instead of yeah, cutting all that off, they it, republished yeah. all yeah. of it. Which is kind of like a dick move. There's like, okay, <laughs> well, here's all this a, writing, but you. now it's Marvel stuff. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing is you can read almost all of it on... Marvel Unlimited, Unlimited yeah. 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 Including the original Marvel stuff, which is bananas crazy. Yep. Um, yeah, anyway, Dark Horse Star Wars stuff? Um, yeah, and really that's about it, other than just playing Fallout a little bit more. Yeah. You should jump Seeing in. Seeing some of the Easter eggs. Fallout. You should jump into the, the new Marvel publishing, mm-hmm. the Star Wars stuff. 
Yeah, dude, seriously. Yeah, need, it's all really good. And you can, it's canon, which I still Ish. think is dumb, but yeah. no, it's definitely the canon. Old, really? Yes. Yeah, no, it's absolutely canon. The old stuff, the old stuff was canon, but the, since Marvel bought it back, it's no longer canon. Yeah. Um, but all the new Marvel stuff is 100% canon. Yeah. And cool, some cool. of it's leading into the movies. Like Awesome. So. I don't know, that's just, just really cool. Yeah. I think that's going to happen more and more. Like, they're going to, like, hijack Star Wars stuff and, like, be like, oh, you know, Jakku, like, the Battle of Jakku, like, this is its background, this is why it's this way, you know? Oh, exactly. Sort of like how Destiny, like, started up a whole site so you can learn the background of why the world it was, but... Well, exactly, and that's... formatted now. Except Star Wars, yeah, like, so they they are using it to just, like, fill in a lot of gaps. Yeah. Like, a lot of it's been in between New Hope and Empire. And I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to run into the bounty hunter on Ord Mantell. Yes. I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, although it's a, what's surprising is because it's something that's actually referenced in the movie. Yeah, that there's never nobody's ever really touched that. Yeah, yep. It's we'll so we'll have to just wait and see. Someone someone will get it at some point. Who's the bounty hunter, guys? <laughs> the I hope hunter. it's for the love of money and Zuckus. <laughs> I love for the love of money. For the love of money. <laughs> um, is that so? That's all your catch up is, is all that stuff. <laughs> There was something... Oh, I'm going to be starting... <laughs> Kermit the Frog came yeah. by to give his ketchup. Who <laughs> <laughs> it is it being green? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, well, well, I'm an, I'm, tr- I'm starting the Uncharted series. So oh, nice. Sweet. Yay! It's a bit late. Those are Josh, you're jumping on all the great stuff. Yeah. coming up in the world. Yeah. He's the opposite of me. Uncharted is like what? probably my favorite game on series. Terrible things. They are really good. They're so good. Yeah. That's well, what hey, Mitch. Are you are you, <laughs> <laughs> are, you pl- are you playing the 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 new remastered? I don't know. I, mean, I was going to buy them tomorrow okay. when I'm at work. I was just going to find out like how can I get the most of them for the least amount of money. Probably <laughs> that's the way to do it. All righty. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Right up my alley. Or I could just give you the do you have a PlayStation Three. Uh, no. He did get... Oh, you have one more piece shh, of news. Shh, shh, shh. That's a Christmas oh, something. What, what is it? Surprise from Santa. Josh bought himself a Christmas gift. What it's a blizzard. You what bitch. is it? What? what is it? <laughs> Don't worry. I guess we can't spoil it. We can't, we can't spoil it until after Christmas because Santa... There might be some random person that listens to this. Josh, a.k.a. Santa, bought himself a, a Christmas gift. So. Yeah. What? <laughs> to, mess, to mess with my brothers because they get all defensive. But I want to know what I don't it understand is. what the deal is. That's, you know... We'll, we'll wait Ooh. until Christmas. Tune in after Christmas. I, I, I might be really excited by it. <laughs> Ba-da-ba. Tune in after Christmas to find out. <laughs> this makes no sense. No, okay. it doesn't. Talk to the next person. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so, And I'll talk more about this on, on our Star Wars special episode. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Matt just took off his hoodie and it revealed his torso, so I felt like freaking him out a little bit for the audio <laughs> listeners. Um, yeah, stop referencing uh, things, jeez. I, uh, that's why I wanted to just let them know what happened. They're like, what? The random laughter. Um, I just laugh randomly. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> it's kind of like Tourette's, a little. Matt, that was a horrible laugh. <laughs> that's why I laugh. That's how I laugh randomly, though. I... <laughs> So anyway, I, I read some Marvel Star Wars. Uh, I'm all caught up on the main Star Wars series, which has been insane. Like, they're they're in the middle of the Vader down crossover. Save it. I know. I'll, I'll save it, but it's just insane. Uh, that's all I'm telling you. Is that uh, so? Uh, you've read you've read at least five issues, though, right? Correct. Okay. I'm gonna do. I have read I, them also. I, I am. <gasps> 
I'm gonna ca- <laughs> I'm also gonna catch up before next weekend. Okay, awesome. Um, but yeah, seriously, Star Wars is amazing. Um, I read the Lando miniseries, uh, which was five issues by Charles Soule, who's one of my favorite writers, and uh, Alex Maleev. It's really it's really cool because it delves into the backstory of Lando and Lobot. Um, Poor Lobot. Is Lobot the dude with like the robot headband yeah. on the back of his head? Oh, okay. Poor fucking Lobot, dude. Lobot. Lobot. I, I've never felt like more bad for a Star Wars character than I did for Lobot. Aww. It's like Aww. not even really, Pandu Baba. Not even Pandu Baba. <laughs> <laughs> it's Aww. Lobot's got like the saddest origin story I've ever seen in my life. He got Aww. his arm chopped off. Aww. Well, yeah, but not that's not as bad as Lobot's. Um, Lobot. Lobot. Um, yeah, no, seriously, I highly recommend the Lando miniseries. Oh, wait, five was, was the Allo Wada Bada guy the one guy that was trying to... No, that's good enough. Was, was Star Wars word the guy that... <laughs> seriously. Was that the guy that tried to pick a fight with Luke in the cantina? Yeah, he got his arm chopped off. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. See, I don't, I don't feel as bad for that guy. Have you ever seen the robot chicken thing chance. on him? Uh-uh. Oh, you have to look that, that up. That is the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. It's it awesome. is so good. <laughs> it's so good. I've never taken the robot chicken dive. What? I, need to. I know. Like, I've seen it on, like, Adult Swim when I'm sitting there late at night with nothing to watch. Robot chicken Star Wars is Some, comedy gold. Yeah. I've heard of it. <laughs> Some of the greatest literature. Family Guy planet. Star Wars, not... It's okay. Nah. Robot chicken Star Wars is the best. Yeah. I mean, Family robot Guy openly mocks amazing. the fact that they made it, like, they, they copied... Uh, from Robot oh, Chicken yeah. all yeah. the time. They're just like, yeah, it's not as good. There are moments in the Family Guy ones that are really good, but yeah, I'll have to watch the Star Wars. My favorite the moment Robot in the Chicken Family Guy ones. one was where it's when they're when they're flying and shooting the Tie Fighters, and it's Peter, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's great. I need to I need to rewatch those at some point. Same with the Robot Chicken. I'll I'll watch it. I'll, I'll just this in preparation for the special Star Wars episode, I'll just be doing all the Star Wars things. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a Star Wars week. Yeah, yeah, it'll be so fun. Moving on. I can't wait. Um, yeah, and then uh, let's see. I There was something that I almost started reading and then didn't. Um, good so story. Let's move yeah, on to the next story. one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, been mostly, it's been mostly Star Wars stuff. So like, I've been reading the annotated screenplays, uh, reading the uh, adaptation of George Lucas' Rough Draft, which will... Talk about it a little bit later, um, but uh, yeah, and then TMNT and uh, and writing mine and Josh's book, just, just continuing the Ooh. the the world's rising story, and um, pretty soon here we'll we'll have a few uh, chapters finished. But uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's been fun, and then just planning and preparing and budgeting for all the vigious stuff that we'll be doing here in a while. But that reminds yeah. that reminds me of a catch up I didn't say, huh? I got the Star Wars Armada game. Star Wars Armada game! <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to play that. Like, it looks amazing. It looks like one of the most fun games I've ever seen in my life. It looks pretty damn complicated. I know it's damn complicated, because last night, after drinking a bunch of whiskey and playing <laughs> Munchkin, and like not wanting to lay down because I didn't want to get the spins, mm-hmm. I stayed up and read the entire rules handbook, which was <laughs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> Man, you're crazy. That was, some, that was some light reading. From what I heard, though, it's it's easy to pick up. But is that wrong? Uh, it's it seems easy to get going and hard to get mastering. Ah, uh, yeah. well, that's what we'll just never master it. We'll just play it like a couple of amateurs always. Sweet. Just, yeah. It's just it's just gonna devolve into us just like smashing the ships together. The force is strong with this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all my catch up. Uh, Rachel, Mitch, 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 Rachel, Rich. Who wants okay. to go last? Let's have Mitch go. Okay. So I've been playing a ton of Fallout. 
a ton of fallout. Yeah. A Actually, metric that's ton? That's most of my life <laughs> right now. Okay, He's what, just sitting on fallout. <laughs> what are some of the adventures you've gone on recently? Trying to find my son. <laughs> Isn't that the entire <laughs> overarching story of the yep. fucking game? Well, Pretty much. you spoiled it. I haven't even Jesus. gotten that far. Shut no, I've spent, up, I just beat it. <laughs> I've spent a shitload of time just sitting there collecting stuff so that I can build things. Yeah. And I've been working on my castle. It's pretty awesome. I, you know, I'm. I think I'm the only person in the world that just does not think that sounds fun. And yeah, the it's really not very much fun <laughs> until I you start doing you. it, and then you're like, oh shit! It's been five hours that I've just been building floors. Oh, that sounds like that yeah. sounds absolutely <laughs> Absolute awful nightmare to me. Well, well, here's the premise. that's why Battlefront is a great game for me. Well, here's the premise: is that like you're a part of a group of the people rebuilding the the wasteland. No, I know. I I and built it, I built a little bit. Yeah, and I played. It's, and it's just so annoying because like you build this great place, and then like immediately like some super mutants will come in there and kill all the people you had settled there. Just like I've great, never had awesome. that happen. Really, that happens to me like every fifty. I've minutes. had raiders attack one of my settlements once, and they died really quick, and that was it. That sounds. I kind of want super mutants to come and attack me now. Mm. Except for those dicks that have the bomb strapped to them, yeah, the like suicide fucking mutants. Those guys are dicks. This game, this game <laughs> seriously does just sound. I don't know. Like I, I get how people get immersed in it, but I can't imagine spending five hours building freaking <laughs> floors. Like, are no, you kidding me? Yeah, my buddy at work's super into it. I mean, that's like his universe is Fallout, and sounds all he like talks Sim about City. is him building his fucking. Little red rocket civilization. It's like SimCity yeah, with yeah. bombs. And it's like, oh, dude, that sounds like the, the most <laughs> tedious yeah. spent use of... I'm sure the game is very fun other than that. But it's important to do that, right? Like, uh, yes, no. Uh, no. You don't have to do it. You don't no. have to. Well, because like, you get oh. the option very on to just be like, no. Why, why would you? <laughs> and I wouldn't do you it. You just start yeah. doing it, and then all of a sudden, five hours go by, and you're like, oh, shit, I just did that for five hours? Well, because like, the you other thing is... I'd be homeless. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't need to live yeah. anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's a wasteland. It's a game. Who gives exactly. a shit? <laughs> yeah, it's just if you do build a strong settlement, it unlocks bigger, better mods for your weapons. So it's like, oh, I do have the ability to build the giant nuke launcher that I wanted the entire game. Let's go kill a behemoth in one shot now. See, that's you a know big why advantage to it. It only took me sixteen hours to. Yeah, and that's the other thing is like I don't know. It's a bit spammed a bit. You know, kind of like Destiny, how they just make you go through the grind of it. I hate grinding anything. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's it's a bit of a grind, not well, a especially one. on okay. at dance clubs. Um, well, yeah, well, the soundtrack makes it <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it does have a good soundtrack. Yeah, they they really they really did a good job on the soundtrack. So Actually, basically, just you buy on the game. Spotify. So just buy to all of them. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, you can just buy the game and then turn on your TV and turn on the game and just leave it there. No, just 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 get the soundtrack. Yeah, dude, it's on like That's YouTube. Fair. Well, yeah. You could just like turn on YouTube and like turn on your computer and. Like, you know what? I don't know anything it. about the YouTubes. I'm just kidding. I do know. I just made a Spotify track of all the songs from all three of the last games. So New Vegas three, three and four. It's pretty sweet. It sounds fun. I there's there's a reason that I enjoy playing like Halo or James Bond or something like that because I push A and the game starts. Or Battlefront. Or Battlefront. Yeah, that's how I... I have too. played a little bit of Battlefront. Because I push A or X it's if you're a PlayStation fun. user, and it's, it's your... Wow, the game star. I can... Oh, hey, I'm going to fire at that thing because it's shooting me. Oh, wow. Well, wow. that's that's why I like the Uncharted and Tomb Raider games, because it's like... Okay, run around. Okay, cool. Do stuff. You can be antisocial, I but bought, you don't I beat be the boring. game. Yeah. Yay, I found a secret tomb. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> 
I was playing Super like... Star Wars this morning. Oh, that's, that's a great cool. game. Yeah. Yeah, that was entertaining. That's really cool. Did you so, like it? it oh, yeah. I played it back when I was younger, so it was like going oh, back fun. in time. That's the one where it's almost impossible to knock over the walkers with a snowspeeder. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Right? Where, where the, the ropes shoot out and it's like this weird, yeah. And it's super hard and not fun. Somebody made a compilation video of the evolution of doing that throughout the years. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a really cool <laughs> little video to watch because it went all the way from Super Star Wars through to the new Battlefront, which with all the games in between. It was a it was a fun video. You're like, wow, look at how far we've come as a culture represented by this snow speeder taking down this AT-AT. <laughs> <laughs> that is, like in Battlefront, that's, that's incredible how it looks. Holy hell it is, yeah. I went on. I've, I haven't played it a whole lot, but I've just kind of gotten on and played a few of the training missions. And oh man, it's beautiful. Yeah. Did, did you play the the speeder bike training mission? I don't think I've done that one yet. It's, it's the best. It's horrible. The speeder bike it's is horrible. amazing. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> screw Josh, you and your entertainment. Josh had a hell of a time playing that. He and I, he and I played that together. He just kept going. That's a the learning. Walls. That's a learning curve straight into a tree. That's what that is. I had to switch <laughs> the. Uh, I had to switch the controls around for me. Really. How they have a map. Accelerate with the left stick? What the hell? I, I picked just, it up I, right away. Exactly. I, I switched yeah. them to the right because that makes way more sense to my brain. That's <laughs> what it is in every other game. Exactly. I don't know. I, I picked... I love that game. That that game mode, I mean, like... Uh, the uh, the fighter assault flying stuff? No, the... The speeder bike. The speeder bike one, yeah. Well, you can go back that to North Korea so where fun. you belong. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Jeez. Them's fighting words. Jeez. North Korea. That's harsh. Um, and anything else in your catch-up, Mitch? I finished season one of Rick and Morty. Oh, nice! nice. That yeah. was awesome. Good choice. Oh man, Good that choice. was entertaining. What was the What was the final episode of season one? I'm trying to remember. The Intergalactic Council of Rick. Was that the final? No, one? no, it was That's the, the one, second to last one. It was the one where Rick and Morty's or Rick's parent. No, Morty's parents leave I, town did, and I they throw a big tardy. Oh yeah, and then yeah. They, and they end up on the planet yeah. and. The kid gets eaten. And then the start of season two is them finally, after like however many... Yeah, that's the best season time. two intro ever where Morty's vacuuming his parents off. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love that. Oh, such a good show. All right. Well, Rachel, it's time for, oh, you, to, oh, me? Time for you to bust your bottle open. Um, <laughs> what have I been doing? Oh, I've been playing um, Until Dawn still. What's that game about? about this group of kids and go to a cabin in the woods in a snowstorm and there's a killer on the loose and you have to survive until dawn ah, but you have to make choices title. and depending on which choice you make kind of determines if you live or so if it's you like, die it or... determines the cast for the rest of the game so it's like fable meets friday the 13th sort of Okay. So who's the developer? Is that Bethesda or... I have no idea. Because I know Bethesda did like a horror game recently. They did Evil Within. Ah, that's the one. Mm. Yeah, that I is have no idea. That is, Bethesda. that is an amazing game. Yeah. Well, mine's better. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so no, fuck don't. you. Whoa, Rachel, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so defensive. <laughs> Rachel, put down the knife. <laughs> no. Rachel, I'm calling the police. I haven't got to talk at all. <laughs> My time now. <laughs> I did. I did refrain from interrupting. Okay, you guys, your introduction. It's the, the Rachel game. Hour. Everyone, shut up. <laughs> Fill your time, Rachel. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, I just really wanted to be mean about you guys hijacking my ketchup. <laughs> but yeah, that's a fun game. The end. <laughs> you muted everything. Oh no, you guys. Guys, where 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 are you going? No, wait. 
it's dark. <laughs> I'm I all can't alone. take it anymore. You <laughs> <laughs> have like, no idea how painful. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like Garth when 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 Wayne got fired. <laughs> I'm having fun here. Having a real good time. You have no idea how painful it was for me to resist filling the empty air with noise. You ever seen that scene in Scanners where that dude's head blows up? (laughs) (laughs) But how how is the game so far? Do you like it? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I'd also like to play it. It sounds like it's. it's it it gives me a lot of anxiety, though. How many people have you gotten killed, Rachel? That's a real question. A few, <laughs> quite a few, actually. <laughs> so is, is the objective to keep your team alive or your friends? Um, or? Well, I'll, I'll give you a, a scenario. Okay. It's like Mass Effect in reverse. So, yeah, super massive games is who makes it. So there's a moment where you're hanging off a cliff, and you're holding somebody else. And the killer is right up there up top of the cliff, and you can see him. And it gives you a choice of to let the person go that you're holding mm-hmm. or let go of the ledge and you both fall. <laughs> so it just gives you horrible choices that you have to make, and you're timed on them. So you have to make them really quick. It's like, like Telltale? Because that sounds like a telltale dick move to make. Yeah, it's, there's, yeah. there's stuff like that. Yeah, it's like it's like it gives you no good option. Like yeah. the time I had to choose between hitting my brakes and hitting an old woman. Like, yeah, exactly. what, what am I supposed to do? Like I had a moment where yeah, I finally found, <laughs> <laughs> I finally found a weapon, but then I got my hand stuck in a bear trap. So my choice was to use my weapon to open the trap or cut off my fingers. Oh. So I'm like, ah, I don't want to cut off my fingers. So I kept trying to open the trap, and I broke my machete. Oh, fuck. but I freed my hand. So well, now duh. I'm like, great. Anytime I hear about now, I don't have a weapon. <laughs> you have a bear trap. You can swing well, at people because I'm in a I'm in the killer dude's house, and uh-huh. there's like just fucked up shit everywhere. But uh, but and it's more theatrical of a game, right? Yes. Yeah. So that this this thing I'm reading says it's similar to Heavy Rain. Did you ever play Heavy Rain? Yes, oh I did. yeah. 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 That game was incredible. I prefer Light Rain. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Anytime I hear about a bear trap, I think of the actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf video. <laughs> Your leg, it's caught in a bear trap. And, and I have no idea what that is. You've never seen actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf? No. Are you fucking kidding me? Pause the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so... I haven't so, seen it either. Are you... I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I have no I idea. None of you have seen this video. Nope. It's a stage performance about being stuck in the woods, chased by actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I haven't seen it, though. It's hilarious. We need to watch it. Same with the viewing audience. Okay, anyway, just keep going with your ketchup. Moving I'm, on. I'm going to stay disappointed. Yeah. What else do you have in your ketchup? Um, I've been watching a lot of Doctor Who. Yeah? How is it? It's good. Which season? I've started season nine. That's David I'm- Tennant? No, it's Peter Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, season nine of the new series. I was thinking that's in terms with, of Doctor. That's the one with James Belushi, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm, love that one. Now, if you want to pick, like, season nine, that's probably... Is that before... The third Doctor. Oh. I thought. We? <laughs> I guess, oh, yeah, a lot of them have, like, different, like, multiple seasons, don't they? Yeah. Uh <laughs> That what? condescension right there. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah, fuck what? Sorry, Doctor Who's my jam, I so... <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm kind of a snub. I wasn't far off, though. David Tennant was, like, the 10th, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was, like, one off in terms of my thinking. Matt Smith is 11. Capaldi is 12. Okay. 
Well, how's Capaldi? I love him. I really wanted an old grumpy doctor, and he <laughs> delivers, and he has a Scottish accent. I have an old grumpy And I'm doctor. just waiting for Clara to die. <laughs> Which one? Who plays Clara? Uh, Jenna Louise Coleman. Jenna Louise Coleman. Oh, she's she's been to Salt Lake Comic Con, hasn't she? Mm-hmm. Oh, is I she don't cool? like her. <laughs> oh, she does. She's not cool then. I think she's still as a person, though? I think she's great, but. On Doctor Who, I don't think she's a good companion, really? and I'd like her to go away now. Oh, she was better as the impossible girl. girl. Yeah, the impossible girl. Yeah. Huh. She just got obnoxious when she was always with the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for her to go away. Oh, okay. She could that die, and I wouldn't care anymore. Oh, See? wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I totally feel the same way. I oh. felt this way since um, Eleven regenerated. Yeah. I'm like, eh, she needs to go. I don't like her Pretty with much. him. much. Well, <laughs> on that positive note, is there, is there anything else that uh, you guys wanted to do before we uh, get get over to the the review? Mitch, did you, are you caught up on Shield? Not yet. I'm like three, <sighs> not talk about Shield. Yeah, behind. apparently we can't talk about. That. Give us a non spoiler thought of what Shield is. A- a- it's ape shit. Ape shit. Yeah, that's the word. Wow. Ape shit. Bat shit. It's just, just all sorts of shit. All sorts it, of crazy yeah, it's, shit. It's total and utter shit. It went pretty, oh, okay. it went pretty bananas. I yeah. was taking... I might only actually be one behind, because we had the holiday break, so... I might only be one week behind. I noticed that it's only Mitch that you're concerned about before you spoil it. Are you watching it too? <laughs> no, he's not. No. <laughs> well, then um, shut up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rachel, did you see the crossover with Flash and Arrow? I sure did. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> hashtag spoiler. better team up than Age of Ultron. Did you like all the Age of Ultron references they made in those two episodes? <laughs> there were so many of them. Yeah, there was quite a bit. It was bit. like, oh, hey, let's get them all in a ho- in one of their apartments partying and then have the villain show up and interrupt the party. Yeah, exactly. And then they show up at a farmhouse. And, I, the, and yeah. when they're at the farmhouse, Thea's like, huh, a bunch of superheroes at a farmhouse. I've seen that in a movie before. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. I get it. I, get it. I see what they did there. Yeah, you see I, what they did I there. I preferred the Flash episode over... Over the arrow one, really? Yeah, I can't tell which one I liked better because I I think it was because Barry was hilarious. super on point. Yeah. His it was hilarious. His jokes and references were good in the first one. It was pretty good. But good, good show. I can't wait for Legends of Tomorrow now. I'm actually really excited. Same here. Although, like, Hawkman's a fuck. And it and it has a uh, Arthur Darville who is Rory from Doctor Who. So oh, oh, he's uh, he's Rip Hunter, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm I can't wait for excited. that. Rip Hunter, the inventor of the time machine. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, so speaking of crossovers, you no. guys aren't going to gush all over about the only movie that's of any import now? What? Hunger Games? Oh, what the uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, that's yeah. the Jason. only I thing know. that I matters. Know. I was kidding. I was I'm kidding. sure you were. Um, yeah, no. That preview for Batman v Superman. Hell yeah. Right? Yeah. Just. Uh. So good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, the like, absolute. Di- Perfection display of CGI at the end with the uh, with Doomsday. Doomsday is that? I'm on, t- is that I'm on board with you, Josh. I'm 100 percent on board with I you. I was like, did they use Play-Doh for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> I think they just took a rock troll from Lord of the Rings and stuck it in there. <laughs> I think maybe they took the corpse of Zod and reanimated it. And if it's going to look good, it's not going to be a reanimated corpse. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> the, the quickest Dick. and easiest way to push Jason's buttons. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Josh and Matt show. Fucking dicks. No, I think I think Doomsday looked badass. So fuck yourselves. No, I thought he looked better than the picture where people improved him. 
there there are some improvements, yeah, but I, I think there will be a reason for it. Like, I, I don't think that they would just arbitrarily make him not look as spiky for no reason. I think that there's probably a reason he doesn't have all sorts of spikes jutting out from his chin. He'll get spikier later. Either he'll get, yeah, either he'll start, like, evolving slash devolving, or, or he won't have it. Like, whatever. It's still awesome that they took Zod's body and turned it into a rage monster. That's incredible. So fuck I, yourselves. I agree. <laughs> Are you done I with totally your pedestal? Agree. Yeah. No, I'm not done with my pedestal, actually. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk some more about Batman v Superman. Yeah, let, let's talk God. about that. Fucking, I hate you guys. <laughs> Wonder Woman looks oh, awesome. yeah. She did look very she cool. She looked amazing. I'm really excited so to see her. So let me give you my, what I liked no, about we, it. We no, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't care about your here's shit, my, what I, Here's my, he looks so angry right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman looked awesome. Ben Affleck, I have total faith in him as me playing too. Bruce Wayne. Yes. Absolutely. Um, there was one more thing I really liked. I liked how powerful they per- they portrayed Wonder Woman. Yeah, like she came in and just kicked ass. Yeah. yeah, and both of them were like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, I liked I liked Batman with a shotgun. Like other <laughs> other comic book fans are really shitty about that, but I thought it looked awesome because Batman sitting there with this shotgun in his hands. We're getting too old for this shit. I'm like hell yeah, going on Gran Torino. On there was the the magic effect of of Henry Cavill pulling off Batman's mask and his eyeliner all of a sudden coming off with it as well. <laughs> Which I so I think that is a dream sequence. Yeah, I think that's probably. why. Um, but yeah. I also really like. How angry Superman looks when he walks in there! Holy yeah, shit! He yeah, he looks so pissed off, and I want an angry Superman for some reason. I'm excited by it because I think he's a pretty boring character. Yeah, but he actually seems quite interesting, and and it would be cool if they did kind of give him this arc of being inexperienced and then pissed off, and then kind of develop into the leader, the the noble sort of hero yeah. or whatever that he becomes. Because he's basically a godlike figure, and they're portraying him as that. And I'd, I'd yeah. like Batman to come in and kind of... And be like, yo, little whippersnapper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to show you how to be a hero, motherfucker. Yep. And then, yeah. I did I did like the little dig, the Bruce Wayne dig at Clark Kent, where he's like, you know, it's maybe it's the Gotham in me, but we just have a rough history with freaks dressed as clowns. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, suck it, what? <laughs> I will say I still hate Jesse Eisenberg with yeah. a passion. I hate him too so much. But... Wait, which I one think, was he? I think He's he will. Lex Luthor. Luthor. I think oh, he'll do well no. in it. I think he'll do well. No. Because you oh. want to... You're supposed to hate him. Yeah, exactly. And I do hate him. Man. Okay. If Lex Luthor existed in our world today, he would be somebody like Mark Zuckerberg or whatever the Snapchat guy's name is or Mark Cuban or one like one of those douchebags. Or Donald Trump. Mark Cuban would or be Donald awesome Trump, as a villain. Mark Cuban would be awesome as a villain. But the thing is, Lex Luthor's company is relevant right now. Donald Trump's isn't. And so in, in what I mean is in Batman v Superman, LexCorp is Facebook or Apple or whatever the hell. And so he's kind of that yeah. eccentric, not eccentric billionaire, but that, that billionaire whose face is all over social media and can't seem to keep his fucking mouth shut. You call that a face? Yeah, I still call it a face. Regardless of your thoughts on it, it is actually still the front of a head. Next topic. <laughs> Containing eyes and teeth. <laughs> Oh, you Jason's people. getting riled up. I am getting he riled up. He doesn't appreciate our disapproving opinions. No, I don't. I don't at all. <laughs> getting real sick of being the DC fan that gets hated on. Jeez, it's like... Oh, I'm not hating of... on it because it's DC. And nor am I hating on it. I'm excited to see the movie. Good. <laughs> Fucking good. I just didn't think that the CG was I'm on was your that side, great. Jason. I'm on your side. Well, yeah, maybe the CG... But it's not finished But I, Exactly. I said, and I said that to you previously in the chat. Yeah. Where I said... It doesn't look good, but it's also still 
six, six months, months away, away from being released, yeah. Which is what they always do is release unfinished stuff just to get something out there to show. Exactly. So, wait. Here, I do have a genuine question, though. Okay. Do you feel like they spoiled too much? I, I, I have that concern, but I think that they want us to think that they spoiled a lot of it. Like, I think that it is designed that they put so much of that in the trailer because I don't think... Like, yeah, it would have been cool if they had kept Doomsday as, like, this reveal for when you see the movie. Like, oh, shit, there's all of a sudden Doomsday's there. But I don't think that's the actual real, you know, big sort of um, well, reveal of the movie. At the same time, though, I don't think enough people know who Doomsday is. So Not I enough. think that's why they chose to do that, yeah. in my opinion. I think, the real, I think the real surprise of the movie is going to be how Wonder Woman is involved. I think it's also going to be what Henry Cavill's mindset is. Because we don't know anything about Superman's mindset. Mm-hmm. We see the little things about like, oh, him and Batman coming to blows, but we don't know what's a dream sequence. We don't know where he's coming from or why he's doing it. You know, we we know Batman's motivations, and that's really all we know. We don't know that much of where Lex Luthor is coming from. We haven't seen the Flash or Cyborg yet or Aquaman, and we know all of them are appearing in this movie. And so I think those are going to be the things that are held out, and I don't think we'll see those until the movie comes out. I think here's my here's my theory. It's going to be uh, just like it was at the end of Age of Ultron, like little short clip at the end, like. Here's our team, and then it'll just show them like pop up. I think that'll be. I think it'll probably be that way with Flash and Aquaman. I think Cyborg will actually play a pretty major role because he was the first one they cast, hmm. and they cast him before they started filming Batman v Superman, rather than like part of the way through it, like hmm. they did with some of the characters in Age of Ultron. Gotcha. Um, and so I, I think that Cyborg is actually going to play a pretty major role in it, and then Wonder Woman's role I think will be massive. I think that it's it's still not. So you, really think that, you think that all those scenes take place pretty early on in the movie? Uh, the fight scenes? I think those are probably past the halfway point. When, when Wonder Woman shows up? When Wonder Woman f- shows up in the fight? I think when she shows up in the fight, it's probably either a good way through the movie. Cause, so in, in my opinion, I think Wonder Woman kind of like sees a sign of the times or like you know starts hearing about Batman and Superman coming to blows and so then comes to interfere. She's like, oh shit, that's going to end the world type thing you know with with whatever warfare that they unleash on each other and so she's the one that actually is the voice of reason and comes in and says hey um let's not destroy a city with a fight and and kind of shows puts them in their place yeah but i don't know yep i could see that and i'm really did you guys see the set photos from the wonder woman movie yes holy hell that's steve trevor though yeah right chris pine looks sexy as hell as steve trevor hell yeah he's, 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 and it's all like world war one craziness and oh man i'm excited I'm excited to have an immortal character in the DC universe, or sort of immortal, transcendent, I guess. <laughs> She's been around for a while, you know? Yeah. She's old. She's an old old woman. She's the reverse uh, Captain America. I think, I think the movie will be kind of like mixing the best elements of Thor and the best elements of Captain America. Yeah, I could see that. You have a timeless hero who can't like keep relationships with the people they know because they outlive all of them. But then she's also coming from a world of mythology where she has to deal with, you know, God family and... and Yeah. So it's I I think it is going to be in this universe the best combination of those two characters. I agree. You know? But, yeah, I don't know. Should we we get to the review? Talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I guess. All right. It's time for the review! (laughs) Turtles. Okay. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. (laughs) Go. Um, Matt pitched this book, but he's he's uh, indisposed currently. He's currently Um, slapping puppies. (laughs) So he like he does, like he does. Yeah, Yeah. Matt's a puppy slapper. Uh, He's got a (laughs) fierce reputation of being such. Totally. Um, That's when Mike comes out. That's when Mike comes out. (laughs) I was about to to say that's more of Mike's thing. (laughs) 
So I'm actually curious, Mitch. So you, so you did not do the homework. I read one book of it now. You read one issue. Okay. Yep. So going into it, what uh, what what are what are your opinions of the Ninja Turtles? Is just general as characters, you know, kind of what's what's your thought of the the world of the Ninja Turtles, and then how much do you think it differs just from what you've read? I loved them as a kid. I haven't read a whole lot of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so you watched the cartoon. Watched stuff, the cartoon, right? had the toys, watched the movies. Okay. Grew up with that. <clears throat> I mean, since I've gotten older, I've kind of grown away from them. Yeah. There's something I don't really seek out anymore, but growing up, I loved them. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Matt, you pitched the book. I sure did. Go ahead and go ahead and bring it on in. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> no, why? Why'd you pitch the book? Why'd you pitch the book? What interested you about it? And uh, and oh, well, I pitched it just because I thought you know, uh, what? Why? Why not? Let's have some fun. I've read them ten years ago, maybe more. Okay. Right. Um, I don't. I had like minimal recollection of what I read. Were there were there things that immediately jumped out to you that you either didn't remember or that uh, that kind of just like stood out as you were rereading them? Uh, no, I mean it's it was sort of on par for what my general recollection was. I mean, no, I, I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Ninja Turtles is fun. Let's read some Ninja Turtles. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there was no depth. There's no like deep like. So let's really dive into the, yeah, the, 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 the psyche. psyche of Eastman and Laird and really learn what they're trying to push. Because I mean, yeah, that's the thing with the Ninja Turtles. It's not. Yeah. They weren't trying to make some deep comic. It's it's like half the dialogue is exposition. It's, yeah. it's kind of corny and it's easy. It's easy to read. But you know, concept. I well, here's what I did. Here's what I did pick up on was. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get as dark and crazy that early on. It's no. pretty light and fluffy. And because I remember reading some that was like, this is inappropriate for children. Yeah. Although, so in the first issue, though, they do kill people. They do kill people. They, they murder the shit out of those purple dragons. Yeah. <laughs> like, I watched that, that. That was so, I mean, after watching cartoon, the cartoons my whole life and stuff and then picking up that issue and reading that and then being like, wait a minute. They just. They just killed those dudes they fought. Yeah. yeah. Those guys are dead, and they're just walking away like, all right, now let's go back home. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It was sort of like a like half serious, half not. Like It was this very like jovial, cheerful sort of turtles, but then it was just like, oh, yeah, killing's no big deal. Yeah. And they made like multiple things like, oh, they're just, you know, they're humans, and we're turtles. And like that combined with them killing them, I was like, I wonder if that's like the same mindset they have in mind. Yeah. That was like really the deepest thing I had in mind reading it. So what? How many? How many issues did we all read? I read eight issues. Yeah, so read eight, uh, maybe eight. nine. I want. I want to say six or seven. I got very confused. So you got into where they team up with Cerebus. Yeah, I, I, that's the last issue I read was yeah, when that, they team up with that's Cerebus. The last one yep. I read yeah. too. I read. Did, did anyone else read him in a Scottish accent? By the way, <laughs> no, no. He was totally Scottish in my head. Okay, it was really weird. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the voice in my head is usually British, though. Really? So. Uh, just for every character? Yeah. The general voice of everything. Yeah, I just hear the doctor. A she's br- reading a Bat- British. She's reading Batman, and he's like, Oi, Gavna, I'm going to kill the Joker. I've got to kill the bloody Joker before supper. All, all, yeah, Sounds about right. All the accents in my head are usually all, they all just sound like Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Josh's are probably Kermit the Frog. If, if if earlier was Indian, my my favorite is uh, Kermit the Frog. My yeah. favorite character in the comic book. I, I make Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but no, I I mean I totally had fun reading back through them again. Yeah, 
I'm not sure I'll continue reading it. I, I actually might, in yeah. all honesty. Because it, like, it, it actually really... By the time that we are getting through that Triceraton you know, story arc or whatever, I'm actually like super invested. Especially because I recognize the Triceraton from the 2003 cartoon. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the other thing I noticed reading through this, is that that cartoon is probably the most faithful to the comics. Because like there are tons of elements of, of just these eight issues that I that have popped up in the, you know, like in in the 2003 series. I think it went on for four years, um, but there's a lot of elements of that that were borrowed from this. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed is that uh, April isn't a redhead. At yeah, all. I, I'm not sure. Like I don't want to say it's pretty like, hard to be a redhead when she you're black and be. white. Well, no, she couldn't because the reason I say that she's definitely not is because when she comes in and talks about her hairdo, she says, "And she wanted to dye the top orange." And as a redhead, you don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. you can't dye the top orange. Yeah, like <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I don't know, like that seems very Afro-ish. I wonder if the, like originally April was supposed to be, you know, an African American woman. She, I don't know if she was black because you see her in Stockman, and Stockman is like a lot darker complexion than she That's is. That's true. Um, yeah. But I think she definitely has like brown frizzy hair. But that was interesting, and she also wasn't a newscaster. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I, if, I don't know if she becomes one later. What, what relevance was her? I think I may have missed that. She was Stockman's assistant. Oh, okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew who Stockman was, but I was like, why? Why? Why are they so attached to her? Like, yeah, no, because she was his her assistant. So. Like, yeah, this is a nice place. We're gonna stick around here. No, she she helped them <laughs> beat Stockman after Stockman tried to dispose of her when she found out about his plot. Evil. And the, that was the other thing too: is the Mousers played like a huge role in the 2003 series. Well, they did in the original and the original, cartoon yeah. as well. The I, the big difference I noticed was in the in the original cartoon. The like stomach alien Krang is the super yeah. bad guy. Yeah. yeah, but in the comic they're like all benevolent. Yeah, they're like, aliens. oh, we love you guys. Later. Yeah, and they were super helpful. Yeah, and like transported them into the tub. Yeah, it was it was cute. It was nice. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I thought this was the evil guy. Yeah, no. In in the 2003 series, it's very similar, and that that's one of the reasons why I say it's so like that series is so faithful to the comics because like especially the Triceraton story arc plays out the exact same way in that series. Hmm. Like, the same amount of episodes as there were issues. Hmm. The same sort of, like, oh, now we're back. Ah, oh, now we're gone again. And, like, <laughs> the whole thing. I don't know. It was, it was fun. I liked it. And all the weapons and the characters and everything look exactly the same in the comics, especially um, Honeycut. Mm-hmm. He's he's literally the exact same robot. Yeah. The little football cool. head on yeah. him. Yeah. It's, it's cute. Um, what would you guys think of, like, that was the I didn't expect them because when I when I watched the the series and they went into space and dealt with triceratons and stuff like that I was like this feels like it's not their wheelhouse when I was watching the series and I was like I don't think the Ninja Turtles belong in space and then I read it in issue four of the Ninja Turtles they go into space yeah, yeah. that surprised me a lot yeah I thought I thought they made up a lot of that extra content for TV to break up the monotony of oh yeah, it's the I, foot I shoulders so too, and the shutter yeah. again yeah I always saw the the comics because yeah I had heard that there were comics like my older brothers had like read them during their younger years or whatnot mm-hmm. and they were like oh I don't remember that and so I guess I've always just assumed that the, the Triceratops people. Triceratons. A, yeah. Triceracot. Sorry. <laughs> My tablet doesn't have the best resolution. <laughs> so. Yes, it does. It's a tab S. It's like 300 pixels per inch, bro. Yeah, but like. That's uh, a lot of pixels. It's a lot of pixels for every inch. Apparently, I am. What do you say, blind? No, I want to say dyslexic. <laughs> but I, I know that's the one that's kind of correct. And I no, dyslexic is correct. Possible. 
I want to be as incorrect as possible. I I dyslexia has nothing to do with being able to like not differentiate how many pixels per inch are on a yeah, tablet. Well, no, he's talking. He's talking about reading it, and oh, he, yeah, he was blaming the resolution on his tablet for not being able to. And I was like, that's well, not no, a good excuse. I don't think it's that. I think it's the whoever was <laughs> the, <laughs> the letter. <laughs> what? Oh, never mind. I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah. I, I didn't like how the font. What the, the fuck font, was that? I yeah. didn't like how the <laughs> font itself We can was talk about that afterward. Yeah. No, the, the letter was kind of weird. It, felt, it seemed disorganized. Now, did you guys have like a favorite, did you guys have like a favorite artist through the, through the series? Well, it was all the same two artists. It was all Eastman really? and Laird. Yeah. They look yeah. super different in a lot of them. I think they just well, got better. Yeah. yeah oh, I they weren't that. pro if artists. it went on, oh, okay. it got better, especially in the first issue. I, I could not read yeah. anything. I couldn't see anything. But yeah. then as it got going yeah. it, was, it was funny because i was rereading one because i was like wait and then like what, what should i like comment on and i was like flipping through the whole thing and at the very end they had like a promo poster and it looked so corny it was just <laughs> like these like little balloon muscles yeah uh it was it was glorious yeah i know sure. they they really it must it must have been that that just like they they were not very good when they started because i mean i don't think either of them were artists before they just kind of decided to draw the comic themselves yeah um but no, so that that was way fun. Good. I liked it. Um, did so? Did you guys notice in uh, I think it was issue six at the end they had that that letter about the Jack Kirby thing, like the the rights to um, oh, or yeah. like the dispute with Marvel. Yeah, I thought that was really kind of that was interesting. That not only was that in there, but then it gives you a sign because this was written in eighty what eighty six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how long that it took up until two thousand fifteen for Jack Kirby to finally get creator rights to to his stuff. Like. Yep. It's been going on for 30 years by the time Jack Kirby... And like that that was like from when the lawsuit happened, not from when Jack Kirby was like, hey, can you give me my stuff? Yeah. But like that was, was kind of nuts. And it was, it, it was really cool seeing you know the entire writing from Eastman and Laird about the whole thing and how kind of tapped in and invested they were in the comics industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... <laughs> there were a lot of like weird little things that stood out to me in this, and I'm pulling up because I took a bunch of screenshots. Well, I think the big... The obvious one is how much they ripped off of Daredevil. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I like that in this universe, the Daredevil accident happens, but it just hits him in the back of the head yeah. and then bounces over into the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, the other thing yeah. I noticed was there's a ton of Star Wars references. Oh, yeah. I actually, I that was one of them that I that I uh, found here. Let's see. I'm trying to find it because there was, it was like this hilariously, like, you know, they said something about like feel, uh, oh, here we go. Yes, it's true. Search your mind. Feel the power, the force. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> copyright. <laughs> like, yeah. it was so close. But search your mind instead of search your feelings, and then they put the power before the force. It was good, and I like that. Before every issue is like, you know, any any resemblance to any other characters is purely coincidental. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> but is it? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Um, so in I think it was issue three when they team up with Rachel or Rachel April. Um, yeah, I totally team up with the turtles. <laughs> you team up with the turtles. <laughs> and me and Ninja, um, Rachel. But they're, they're running away from the cops. They're running away from the cops in April's van. Yeah. That and was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. And, like, you're reading that and you're like, did they just, like, make a cop crash into some innocent bystander? And they like, sure did. <laughs> drive through a park and, like... Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, totally be careful of the people. Don't hit them. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you didn't hurt anyone that much. Yeah, probably not, right? Yeah, Only no, a speeding car. Come totally on. Totally fine. <laughs> so weird. And like they like yeah, they just have no regard for human. And then like 
they you know the the other the real people that were the the robbers or whatever like the yeah. cops see them and then it's like oh yeah everything's fine we didn't just go on an insane joyride and hit other cars and well no kill but I cops. think that's what happened though I think the cops thought that was the same van still yeah well they did it was just like it was funny that the turtles after that's over they don't feel any remorse or anything, oh no they're, yeah. Just, yeah, they're like oh yeah. that yeah. was crazy <laughs> yeah like, what a zany story <laughs> fucking <laughs> so weird um, yeah that's the one where I sent the screenshot the holy hippo spit and the guy <laughs> dives out of the way because that made me laugh a whole lot I'm on this so you remember when they, they get to the top of that building and there's like all the cameras on top or whatever and then like Donatello suddenly has a Polaroid camera that he takes a picture. Yeah. And they have a bird yeah. puppet to yeah. put in front of the camera. Yeah. 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 What in the heck so was that? I actually had to like have this on hand. really go over that part because I didn't understand yeah. what was going on. Your bag on. of tricks. You have no bag, Donatello. <laughs> like, did he just down. hollow out the back of his shell and yeah. just keeps whatever he wants in there? <laughs> yep. I think that was the first time that Donatello was established as being the technology guy. Yeah, and they had like a few jabs in that same issue. Like, oh, you would know Donatello about yeah. this computer. <laughs> Oh, really? You finally got around to, like, giving him a purpose on the team? It was funny how, like, the first two issues, no, nobody has any characterization except Raphael. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, like, I guess we should do something with these Well, other and guys, you can't huh? tell them apart at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> they all just kind of look like turtle-ish things. Yeah. Because you watch the fight scenes, too, and it's like, which turtle was that? And then it's like, oh, I think Raphael just got hurt. And then it's like, oh, no, Raphael's over there. So, okay, that was Mikey. Okay. Yeah. Got it. You know, you have to, like. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> That's great. And even if they were colored, you wouldn't have any idea, too, because they all had red bandanas back then. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, that like stood out to me. It was just like, why the fuck would he have a bird puppet? <laughs> like, yeah, I totally didn't understand. On hand. And then, and so when they're in the, uh, I can't remember the acronym for the company, but when they're in that <laughs> building and they find Splinter, Yeah. did you guys notice the expressions that they're wearing when they like run into Splinter? They have these weird, like, yeah. insanely, like, flabbergasted expressions on their head when they find Splinter in the stasis chamber. Yeah. <laughs> like, Leonardo's in the front like, <laughs> and then, like, Mikey's like covering his eyes for some reason and yeah. Donatello is like putting his hands over his mouth like a little schoolgirl and uh, it's it's so weird. Um, Although, yeah. that issue made me feel a little bad because Raph cried a little bit. He did. Raph I was got, like, oh, that tugged at the little heartstrings. He got a little emotional, you know. After telling his origin story in a very expositional manner, everything is expositional in this. I think. Yeah, it, I have. It's a kind of, big that makes it a that. little hard to read. Yeah, I got very bored. Yeah, it's, that it's, was my big problem. Is that it was just kind of like action, and then like, oh, let's explain it. All right, you know, back to my action. origin story is a long one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like using actual terms, like, oh, well, you see. I don't know. I can't give a good example right now. No, it's it's funny because it's very it's very Claremont in that uh, in that way where it's just like, oh hey, we're going to explain everything possible in like weird dialogue that would never make sense in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fine, you know. It's what we do. <laughs> um, there's also like the weird as they start to characterize the the turtles or whatever. First of all, they're like so they're they're teenage mutant ninja turtles, right? But then there's like correct a lot of scenes where they're like drinking and like all that shit and they're like yeah underage turtle drinking whatever you know like um i think it was mikey that like gets some weird space beer oh yeah when they go like to the that. star wars yeah. cantina <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like he has this weird phase where like he burps and stuff and then his face all of a sudden looks like he's stoned for some reason that's what teenagers did in the 80s i guess it's true it was, un- <laughs> it was a more unregulated time <laughs> 
It's just so weird. And then and then Raphael starts hitting on some random alien. Yeah. You know that? He's like he's like, Yo, mama, don't I know you from somewhere? And then she says some weird <laughs> alien thing. Like I was like, What the hell is this? <laughs> Why is Raph hitting on an alien? I'm gonna use that pickup line now. Yo, mama, I know you from somewhere. Yep. <laughs> That's wearing the other thing. a red bandana over your face. <laughs> I'll do it. And a turtle. Challenge ball. accepted. Please so do. Weird. <laughs> I'm going to make a red bandana now. Oh, yeah. And then here's another one. So when, when the, the, the Federates find the turtles in that bar, yeah. they start they open fire. Raphael throws a random bystander in his way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he just goes, excuse me, and the dude gets shot in the chest. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and steals his gun. <laughs> he pickpockets him and uses him as a human shield. Our heroes. <laughs> it was a little looser uh, morals back then. Seriously? Oh, yeah, ninja. I was like, what the hell? Oh my god, I, I, I laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> did, you guys, uh, did you guys read the issue where, I think, uh, it, was, uh, it was one of those like, short stories after where like, Raph goes into like, a paranoid rage and he like, starts killing his brothers with like, a gun that he yeah. finds? Yes. yes. I was, was like, what so, the hell was happening? I was so, because I thought, because I was reading it like, I thought that was the next it was issue. part of the story and I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm going to need a weapon up and he just picks up a pistol and shoots Michelangelo. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't actually read that part. Oh my god! It was it was like he goes he goes totally he goes crazy, berserk. and he started shooting everybody. And then at the end, it turns out that it was like a paintball fight. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the whole time you're like, "What the hell is happening?" Yeah, he's killing everybody. Yeah, and he's he's like all th- thinking it out, and he's like, "Oh, Mikey will go first. That'll be easy. Get him yeah. out of the way. He won't reveal <laughs> yeah, my position." So crazy. And then he's like, "Leo, I'm gonna have to make sure it's you know slow on purpose." And I was like, "Dude, you're a psychopath. Where's your, <laughs> where's your Dexter room?" I actually went back because I was like, "Wait, wait a minute." Yeah. <laughs> then, like, Did I oh, miss okay. something? Yeah. That explains why he was my favorite growing up. <laughs> he's willing to kill his own brothers for a game I know, of serious. <laughs> I I also found it interesting that like Casey Jones, I thought Casey Jones was an animated series edition. Nope. But he was added in the Raphael micro series after like I think that came out right after issue three of the main series. Uh-huh. So, like yeah. he's he's been there forever. Yep. Yeah. But it was fun. And then okay, the B the Cerebus issue. So you you two both read the Cerebus issue. Yes. Yeah. You didn't read that one where they I'm cross over sure. with this guy? Oh I, no. I, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, I did read it late yeah. at night though, so I think I was kinda like half in and out of sleep trying to read it. So here's the first like part of where they come to so it's page 12 of that issue of issue number 8 where they they come back to Cerebus's time there's this random guy looking directly at the camera and he goes uh ahem and then like in the background these other people are like okay I know today is Tuesday but what year is it and then the guy he's talking to is like hmm I don't think we record that yet and then there's an asterisk next to it and the editor's comment is yes we do it's 1406 Terim and then like immediately after it's the same frame the guy's like um, cough, cough. Gotta have your word with you, sir. And then it's just like, the, then the other dudes like look back over. They're like, "Whoa, that's one bad-looking fortress." And then Cerebus comes in. He's like, "Cerebus distinctly remembers telling you not to wake him up until sundown. Yeah. This had better be good." And it's just it's, it's weird, yeah. like the 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 funny fourth wall talking of like, "What year is it?" <laughs> like, and then the guy replies to him by going. I don't think we record that yet. Well, because don't they say they're going to send the turtles back to time before it was recorded? Yeah. Yes. It was just it was so fucking dumb. hilarious. 
I thought the most ridiculous part of that was the in- the beginning of that with that like like really bad eighties like princess yeah yeah I did giant, not like her with giant boobs and then yeah. she like then she like does some she does something I'm not exactly I felt sure. like that was almost the purpose of it like was to make fun of that but I'm not positive I don't think it I. Probably not. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. She was very, like, there was a whole lot of commentary about how stupid she was. I was like, oh, whoa. He. Yeah. And then her dialogue was like, like, totally, and like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was really annoying. Yeah. I was like, whoo. You wanted her to die. It's heavy. It's heavy handed. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, it was weird. I, I have one screenshot here with a bunch of words, and I literally have no idea which part I was trying to look at, so I'm just going to skip it, but. I did like that. Uh, That's some good exposition yeah, for the podcast, Jason. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thanks, thanks for explaining. You're welcome. <laughs> I did like the weird Galactus Silver Surfer reversal thing, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I looked at it, and I'm like, well, why does this guy have a Galactus helmet? What's going on? And his messenger is a disembodied Silver Surfer head. Like, yeah. yeah. It was good. And he comes in, and he's like two feet tall. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, so because he just, as as... Galactus guy teleports in, the silver server head just starts going dum de dum de dum de dum. Oh, it was the, uh, I think it was, oh shoot, no. Wasn't that so? The weird spell that the guy starts casting, where oh, just like yeah. a bunch of random fucking words thrown in. Like, yeah. That was weird. I don't know. That was fun though. Uh, it is fun. And I, I mean, I, I, I just appreciate that these two guys printed a comic in their garage and it turned into the uh, giant industry known as Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like and they're still writing it. Yeah. Which is nuts. Like they after IDW brought bought the rights, they went back and wrote it and it's been going on now for like four years. Yep. Like that's so freaking cool. And they I, I hope it, like I, I guess I'm pretty sure there'd be almost no way since they published it independently, there'd be no way that they're not getting tons of residuals from all the licensing. Oh there goes those guys are rolling in it. I'm sure. That's so like that is badass. Yeah, I think it's great, especially because yeah, like they weren't artists. They weren't you know like I don't think either of them had ever been like worked as a writer before. They're not no, they're not great writers. Yeah, but they just yeah, did at it. least back then. Yeah, they they are better now. I, I actually really enjoy the new Turtles comics. They're really good. Um, they're definitely good ones to check out. But uh, I I also liked that it, they were like each issue was like forty two pages. Yeah, they're long. I published them extra long and gave you, like, up until the Triceraton thing, every issue was self-contained, you know? Like, it led into the next issue, but there was no, like, like each sort of story arc had a beginning and an ending within the pages of that single issue. Right. Yeah. Um, which was good, but I don't know. Were there, were there any other parts to that that you guys uh, stood out to you? No. 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 We got it all, yeah. yeah. Do you have any questions about it, Mitch, since you didn't read it? Um... I guess, do you guys like the comic or the old series more? Uh, I think mm. the comic's better. The yeah. old series was really, like, it's like going back and watching the old He-Man. It's not good. Yeah. yeah. The original Turtle series is not good. I don't think I've watched it for years. So. I So I really enjoy the 2003 series. I've actually gone back quite a few times and watched some episodes from that series. I think it holds up with a lot of other cartoons like Justice League and Batman the Animated Series and, and cartoons like that is actually being genuinely good. Um... But did you did you guys ever play the game the uh, PlayStation Two <laughs> games? Yeah, no, because no. I'm older. I played the arcade game. Well, yeah, I played the arcade Those game too. The but best. they released um, new like along with the 2003 series, they released two games on PS2, 
um, you know, like two or three years apart. One was a sequel to another. But those games were a shit ton of fun. Like, I, that's a lot of my Ninja Turtles memories come from playing that game with my older brother. Hmm. But, like, the, especially the second one was called Battle Nexus, and it was kind of derived from when they get transported into the Gladiator Arena. And you have to deal with all these crazy, weird alien things and all that. It was, uh, it was fun. fun. Yeah, I did. I did thoroughly enjoy that scene in the comic. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it was especially because, like, yeah, it was, it was more of just like the turtles killing people. Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and like all their weapons like started breaking as they were stabbing people through the hearts and stuff. Like, yeah, that was great. I thought Donatello's was probably the most intense. Where like he snaps his bow staff on the guy's like head or something like that, and then he takes the like sh- the shard from his bow staff and stabs him with yeah. it. And you're like, Whoa! Awesome. <laughs> so cool. But I, I like these hardcore turtles. Yeah, it's nice to see them in a not kid-friendly light. It is. It's definitely very nice. Because, I, yeah, I would never hand this comic to, like, my nephew or something to read. <laughs> no, and I and I do remember from reading them forever ago that they get darker and they get much more violent. Yeah, that's that's one reason why I'm kind of wanting to, to read them. Like, I think I'm going to get the colored collection, uh, The Works is what it's called. Yeah. I'm going to get all those because so, I think it'll be fun. I've seen pages of the colored ones, and I don't think it looks good. You don't? Mm-mm. I haven't seen any of the pages. I don't. I think they. Did, I don't think they did a great job coloring it because I don't. They weren't designed for coloring exactly. in the first place. I think that was the thing because yeah, they shaded so much with the pencils yeah. that that it probably throws it off. Well, they just erased all the shading and then tried to do shading uh, with the colors, and it doesn't look good. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, at some, at some, I think at some point I'm going to get the whole collection just because it is a fun read and it's something like you can pretty much pick up any issue and just like read it and yeah. be like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, I, I do like the general artistic design of the city and stuff. I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I one thing I thought was interesting was that so before before you know the the newer Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie came out, the one that Michael Bay produced, a lot of people were bitching and moaning about like you know straying from from what they really are, and like people threw a fit over the fact that it was alien goo or whatever. Yeah, and then you're reading this, and you're like, oh, they no, they were totally created by aliens. Like, yeah. And yeah. people lost their minds over that when it was about to come up. Like, it is funny seeing the things that, like, you know, turn people's opinions. Um, and and it, surprisingly, like, that, the, the Michael Bay version was, I think, more close to the source material than, than either of the first movies were, in my opinion. Like, sure. I'll agree with that. The turtles are a little more brutal. They were, you know, the result of, like, like in like April as well, like in certain ways was and certain ways wasn't. But like her dad was, you know, a doctor that was doing experiments and stuff like that. And so she was kind of. Yeah, I'd love to that. see the sequel to that movie have Triceratons in it. Oh, that'd be so amazing. I know it's going to have Rocksteady and Bebop from the cartoon, but. Which I'm not too crazy about. Yeah, I think it'd be cool, but at I the mean, same time. It like, could be cool. Yeah. But Steven they were, Amell, they were just Jones. so dumb when they did them in Secrets <laughs> of the Use. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, but Secret, I mean. There was a lot of things that were dumb about yeah, it. Secret yeah, of the Ooze. Yeah. Vanilla Ice being one of them. <laughs> no, he was the best part. I had the making of that movie when I was growing up on VHS. Uh, the making of yep. you. It was awesome. Uh, they, did, they did have pretty cool animatronics in that movie. They did. There were there were some parts that were cool, but then at the same time, you go back and rewatch them, and you can like see people's heads inside of the turtle yeah. costumes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess it's time to, to rate it. Uh, who should we start with? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting I'll, with Matt. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it three out of four Ninja Turtles. Okay, oh. easy. Take the easy rating. Of course. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Uh, I'll give it two and a half out of five canisters of ooze. 
Two and a half. Wow. Okay. Just because I thought it was a little boring at times. And if it's boring, then I don't hmm. pay attention and I don't care. So the first three issues were a little rough. I think, I think by the time we got to the, it, it got better as it went on, but it was still kind of a, well, do I want to invest my yeah. time in this? Not really. And yeah, I get you. I, so for me, it was actually a lot of fun. I, I did really like it. I think I'll give it uh, five out of six psi points yeah. <laughs> that Raphael had. <laughs> All right, Josh, it's your um, turn. In between a white and black belt, I think I'll give this one a green belt. I have no idea where that falls on the <laughs> scale. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. That's a super good belt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed none of us went with eye holes. Like seven out of eight eye holes in their masks. Maybe Mitch was going to well, do that. Well, he hasn't read it. How's Mitch hey, supposed I to read it? I read one episode. M- issue. Mitch, read one the, issue. Mitch read the first one. Okay, how do you rate that first <laughs> issue, Mitch? Uh, we'll go three out of four eye holes. That's only two turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking an eye. The only two that matter. Because he only read the first issues. So. I guess that's true. <laughs> the only two that had any characterization. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess that means it's time for the pitches, bitches. Wow. Yeah, pitch music. That was loud in my ear. <laughs> um, all right. This is a free-for-all week, guys. This means that anything goes. Violence, beheading, uh, 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 arson, um, whatever. But no, we can, we can pitch comics from any publisher... Anywhere, anytime, all day, every day, 100 years, Rick and Morty. Um, so, uh, should I start? Yep. Go okay. Yeah, sure. Go. All right. Uh, this is one that I've actually been wanting to pitch for a while. I just have not ever found the right time to do so. But I think that in two weeks, when we review this comic, Star Wars The Force Awakens will come out, or will have been out, and we will have all seen it. Um... And so I think that, uh, that it's it's a good time to talk about it, in my opinion, anyway. But uh, the comic is The Star Wars, published by Dark Horse. Uh, it is the adaptation of George Lucas's original rough draft for Star Wars, which means that Han Solo is a crazy, weird green alien. Uh, Luke Skywalker is an old man and a, a former general or a current general for the Republic or whatever. Um... The Force is not the Force. The Force is the Force of others. The Jedi are not the Jedi. They are the Jedi Bendu. Um, Darth Vader is a chump. Uh, uh, Prince Valorum is the actual Sith in this book. Uh, Anakin Starkiller is a young protagonist who is basically dumped on Luke Skywalker's doorstep, and he has to go and, and rescue Princess Leia from boarding school when the Empire starts attacking um and the emperor looks like a pharaoh, um, and Kyra crystals, <laughs> and Kyra crystals. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a lot of craziness in this book. It's definitely very much like it's more rooted in its in its roots of um, Akira Kurosawa films than the final movie ended up being. Um, the visual cues are very, very samurai-inspired, even more so than the movie is. Um, and it is a lot of fun seeing the fact that within the space of three years, this went from being what it is and being you know as, as far different as it is to the final product 
that actually ended up being a phenomenon. Um, so it's really interesting to see where, where he started and how far the final draft of Star Wars got from what the original idea was. So that's, uh, that's my pitch. The artwork in it, I think, is fantastic. Um, the artist, I think, did a really good job. Um, and yes, it's, it's kind of just an interesting read to see the evolution of the Star Wars. Yeah, I like that they, I like that they put it together. I did too. In some sort of a visual format, just to at least like, hey world, this is the weird Star Wars that never happened. Yeah, exactly. And they, and they did base it all off of, you know, Ralph McQuarrie's concept art yeah. and all this, like, it, it all had actual, you know, uh, uh, origins in, you know, George Lucas's rough draft and head and design and all that stuff, so really cool um let's see we'll go around the room either starting with rachel or starting with josh who wants to give their pitch all josh right. all right Ooh, here is slow. his hand first rachel but i was gonna say you go uh, <laughs> okay. i'm still um i've never read this comic but i've always wanted to it's punisher last man alive punisher last man alive okay do you know who wrote it i don't do you know the theme or the story? i'll look it up real quick the theme is post-war and uh, punisher is on a mission to make the world right again in his own special punishing way. Okay. That sounds interesting. All right, all right. I dig it. I dig it. Any more to give to your pitch, or is that it? That's really all I know. I've just I, I've seen it on a couple YouTube channels. I've heard it referenced in a lot of Punisher artwork. Okay. And, I mean, our artwork it, and yeah. concepts. And I've just always kind of wanted to learn more about the darker Punisher that doesn't really get as much publishing. Okay. Awesome. Is that, uh, as you're looking it up, Matt, is that from Punisher Max, or is that a, its own different... It's its own. It's its own one-off okay. thing. Cool. Cool. Sounds good. All right, Mitch. Okay, What's so your pitch, Mitch? I'm going to pitch John Constantine <laughs> Hellblazer Volume 1 Original Sins. I got a question. Is this different than the original Hellblazer, or is this the original Hellblazer? Is, is that the new 52? I think it is. If it's John Constantine Hellblazer, this is... Let me see, Mitch. DCU. I'll know where to cover. It'll probably say a year on there. That's the original one. Yeah, that's, oh, the, original. that's the original oh, okay. one. Yeah, that's okay. the original one. That's cool. Great. So I've been wanting to do- or to jump into Constantine, and okay. so that's kind of where it's I going. Have a ton of Constantine. <laughs> who who was the who was the writer on the first vo- volume of Constantine? It says Jamie Delano. Okay. And John Ridgway. Yeah, because I know for the first like three or four volumes, it was a few different writers, wasn't it? Until they got um, Peter Milligan. Was that the writer that was on there forever? Yeah, I believe so. And yeah. then Mike Carey did the spinoff of Lucifer from it. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'm, I'm Speaking of that, I'm really intrigued to see what the TV series ends up being, Lucifer. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm really scared. Okay, I so I'm scared Lucifer. too. Yeah. It's called Punisher The End. Oh. The End. Okay. Because I couldn't Freaking find variant comics. Told you. There's also so Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, this is Punisher. That's the, one that I this read is a Punisher few the End. Ago. Punisher the End. Okay. Uh, written by uh, Garth Ennis. Ooh, Garth Ennis does a really good Punisher. Yeah. He he did also, but that's not from Punisher Max. It's Punisher the End. No, it's. Uh, huh. I thought that all of his Punisher stuff was published in Punisher Max. It is like a parental advisory, but. Interesting. Okay. Cool. It is a. It, for some reason, it keeps saying the writer is Stan Lee, but it's definitely not. Yeah, that's just the creator. If you're looking <laughs> it up in Marvel Unlimited, then it'll always stay, say Stan Lee on like a. No, it's not. Stuff. It is. Well, shit. There's a whole. There's a couple of them. There's Punisher Max from first to last. There's Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. I think you're thinking about the end. 
The end? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, I do know they're separate, too, and I, I mean, yeah. It's okay. just going to be the Punisher killing a lot of people. In the anyway, yeah. So. It's one of those, yeah. We can... Yeah, Garth Ennis does write a really good Punisher, so sounds good. Matt, what's your pitch? Well, I was going to pitch uh, Brian K. Vaughn's The Private Eye, which is from that yeah. thing I talked about earlier. Okay. Because uh, that was such a such an interesting story. Give us the premise. Uh, it's, um takes place in the future, and at some point in the past, like 40 years before the story takes place, the cloud breaks open, the digital cloud that stores everybody's information, oh, okay. and it disseminates. All information becomes has, is 100% accessible by anyone. Hmm. So all, everybody's secrets are just blown there. out into the world. Yeah. Everybody's across the entire world. So then in this world, the internet is illegal. There's no internet. Mm. And people have taken to wearing costumes out in the world. To avoid to, cameras seeing them or whatever? Just no? to be, just to have a private life. Oh. Uh, the only time you see people people take them off is when they're in their own homes, or at uh, some some some. That's pretty much it. Okay. So everybody's out in the world in costumes, and everybody's completely anonymous. So you never know who anybody is until you know. And anyway, it's the story's about the a kid. The main character is a private detective, private eye. Okay. Who gets embroiled in this murder mystery. Okay. Uh, in this crazy world. And that is and that is your pitch? Because you said you started off by saying I was going to pitch. I just want to double check. I did. It. I don't know if that sounds intriguing, but... It sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, I'll just pitch that. Go ahead and pitch that. It, it it's, a cool. good, it's a good time to, to pitch it on a free It sounds cool, week. but you get picked a lot, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, Rachel, your pitch. All right. My pitch is a Dark Horse comic. Okay. Called The Adventures of Dr. McNinja. <laughs> Interesting surname. It was a weekly webcomic that they've actually put in a volume. And it okay. follows Dr. Patrick McNinja. Okay. And he juggles his professions as a ninja and as a doctor. Uh, this says here that he has a receptionist that's a gorilla named Judy. <laughs> uh, his Dad, or his grandfather, sacrificed his first name to sell away a ghost wizard. <laughs> apparently, it's okay. all Dresden all up in here. <laughs> uh, he rides an evil unicorn motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and there's a a monster gang of banditos on velociraptors. <laughs> Do they have lasers? I don't know. It doesn't say. We'll but, have to find out. Um, Who wrote it? I I don't know. I think his name is Philip. I've been trying to find it. <laughs> Acid. Phil- Just Philip. Acid I think it's it. Philip Cantor, but I'm I'm not exactly sure. Oh, Philip Cantor Dick. Yeah, it's his it's his comic book writing alias. Okay, Dick. No one. Yeah. No. Dumb. It was Cantor with a C. Well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his his main uh, nemesis is King Radical, but there's also like Doctor Knickerbockers. It, it just sounds pretty awesome to me, and I want to read it, and I'll read it regardless if we pick it. But how can you go wrong with that it? Evil awesome, unicorn actually. motorcycle, banditos on velociraptors, Doctor McNinja. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, <laughs> so so quick roundup again. We've got Doctor McNinja, uh, Private Eye. Uh, Hellblazer, Volume 1, 
Punisher the End, and the Star Wars. Um, for my pick, I think I'll, I'll go with Dr. McNinja. What are you, Josh? I want to see, see with the original Star Wars. Okay. One for McNinja, one for the Star Wars. You can go with Punisher. Ooh. One for Punisher. Okay. Match you. Uh, uh, <laughs> fucking hate you. Uh, come back to me. Okay, come Constantine back. has Swamp Thing. Well, I know because he was originally introduced in Swamp Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rachel. I'll pick Private Eye. Private Eye. Okay, so that's that's one for everything basically. Damn it, guys. <laughs> well, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I had just now it's just up to me to pick whichever one I want to read. Yep. Whichever one we have to read. Basically, I mean, there's still definitely. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally up to you. Fuck. Uh, no, it's not because I could pick Hellblazer and then just ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could, yeah, you, you very well could. We and need then, a we need a third party to tiebreak. I know we need to have like an ask the audience. Um, we should publish our pitches like the day before we start the day before we record. I actually have an idea about that. Okay, yeah. You know what? I there. I'm gonna go Star Wars because I have I never finished it. <laughs> I started it but never finished it. <laughs> a point on the Jason board. Yeah, Matt didn't win one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I also really want to read The Adventures of Dr. McNinja. That sounds yeah. amazing. I know. I think I'll probably read that, <laughs> right? too. That sounds so good. I'm so excited to yeah. read it. And uh, I have read Hellblazer. Read it. It's super good. You should definitely read it. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never read, read Punisher. I've read all the Hellblazers. Yeah. Punisher was the only Marvel character I never cared too much about. He's not too deep, and that's why I like him the most. But I'd be interested to see if there was one that was if there's more acclaimed. I'd, I'd like to read. I'd like to check that out. If there's a Punisher to read, it's Garth Ennis's. Yeah. Um, Nathan Edmondson actually does a pretty good job in the Marvel Now Punisher. He's not like amazing, but it's pretty cool, and I like the fact that Punisher wears a mask in his. So the guy. Um, so here's a fun fact I just found out: the guy who does Doctor McNinja. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. The, uh, looks like he is. Not, he's also the Marvel writer for Howard the Duck, <laughs> and he introduced. Wait, the, the new Howard the Duck? Yeah, because that's and, written by Chip Zdarsky. Maybe that's him because he's got it's all over his webpage. And he, yeah, I, I couldn't find his name. So if it's Chip Zdarsky, that's amazing. Him. And he and he uh, created the character Gwenpool. I think that is Chip Zdarsky, <laughs> which is yeah, just Spider Gwen as Deadpool, um, or Gwen Stacy as Deadpool. Oh, um, it says it's written by Christopher Hastings. Oh. Is he the artist on Howard the Duck, maybe? Because I know Chip Zdarsky is the writer on that. And starting... I help introduce... I I don't know, dude. I don't uh, know. Who knows? It, yeah. yeah. Any information was really <laughs> hard to find other than The Adventures of Dr. McNinja. If you have any information on The Adventures of Dr. McNinja, please write us at us at SavageLandPodcast.com or on our Instagram at SavageLandPodcast or on Twitter at SavageLandPod. Or there's, on Facebook. There's a, on it looks like he puts out one panel every once in a while for Dr. McNinja. Huh. And yeah. the current panel up is this like giant like humanoid unicorn wearing a Thor costume, like breaking apart the Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. That's awesome. Uh, so you guys missed out on Dr. I guess McNinja. So. <laughs> no, I think Dr. McNinja is going to happen no matter what. Yeah, I think it'll happen at yeah. some point for sure. There's, um, there's a Dr. McNinja shirt you can buy. That has a gorilla high-fiving a shark with a really big smile on him. Aww. And an explosion in is the background. Is it a secretary? That's and it says nice. No, I don't know what it is. It's just, that's the shirt. Oh, that is way cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love 
it. That is fucking weird. Oh, uh, that's cool, guys. Well, is there anything? Uh, anything? Oh, that is that is awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anything you guys wanted to uh, to bring up or mention before we uh, send the ship a sailing? Well, uh, I know we keep trying to like say, "Hey, internet, give us stuff, please." Any someone, please. Any stuff. Oh, God, I want feedback. But I'll try again. Next week is uh, it's going to be our Star Wars episode, super special Star Wars episode. Is that that's next? Yeah, that's next. That's week, right? next weekend. We'll record it next week, and yep, it'll, it'll right. come out the day before the yep. uh, Force Awakens. So that's right. Um, just send us Star Wars stuff, please. Yeah, send us <laughs> anything to do with Star Wars that you want us to. Bring do you guys like our about. podcast? Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep again. I see the listener count, and then I see the comment count, and I don't understand. Um, Get it together, guys. Yeah, it's 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 why I, I understand though. I listen to a bunch of podcasts and then never, I do too. Never send in anything. Never. But we're different, guys. We're we're a community. We all live in the Savage Land. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna, like you. We're gonna be the one podcast that gets lots of listener responses because we love you. Uh, but no, I you know throw us Star Wars stuff. Throw us stuff you want us to touch on. I mean, I you know I think we can, over the week we'll probably put together like what a Star Wars episode might actually look like because it's you know star wars season yeah everything's um, star wars mitch is it's like mitch's christmas is all coming together for <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be the best thing ever ever <laughs> um one question i did want to ask before we send off is who do you which turtle do you think or which ninja turtles character do you think keith david would do best as Raphael. well donatello because the purple oh, yeah definitely donatello okay i i actually was gonna say either Raphael no. or the shredder the Shredder also has purple. Oh, any Ninja oh, Turtle character? Sure. Any Ninja Turtle character. Oh, I thought you just... Oh, he'd be... I said uh, Turtle, and then I said character. He'd be... Uh, what's Fucked his name? I do like... I, I like Splinter. Raphael, he'd be Splinter. Though. You think he'd be Splinter? That voice? Ooh, yeah. I like that voice of Shredder, honestly. I, I would pick Shredder. Yeah. What do you think, listeners? Mm. We even have a photo up on Instagram asking that exact question. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so please comment on that photo and let us know who Keith, which Ninja Turtle character Keith David would be best as. Um, he'd and be, he'd be best as the reverse giraffe. Which <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is one of my new favorite characters. Of all yes, time. of all time ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck, he just made my mind go into a lot of fun places. Um, it's just I love that show. Um, all right, well, yeah, Star Wars. Uh, so next week we'll be talking about, but yes, anything about Star Wars. So if you have thoughts on Force Awakens, if you have questions on on Star Wars things that you want us to bring up, or if like you a, spoil Force Awakens stuff that you read on the internet, I will slap you. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> and we'll filter we'll filter the comments. But like, I mean, if you like, if you have something you want to discuss or want to have us discuss, like seriously, send us your whole novel about thoughts on star wars and we'll read it on the show Yeah, or just tell us how excited you are because we're excited yeah even if it's like 10 out of 10 or 1 out of 10 or whatever something whatever it is <laughs> itunes facebook instagram i mean if, if you give us those comments which character would be the best character for keith david to play in star wars Ooh, good one um but yeah just send us your love us at savagelandpodcast.com twitter savagelandpod instagram and facebook savagelandpodcast and please for the love of god itunes reviews Give us your Keith David facts and five yes. star reviews to accompany them. Please, um, pretty pretty please, and uh, and yeah. Other than that, just uh, just stay stay fun, stay free, stay frosty. <laughs>